If you ever wondered what architecture is, look up and around. You are likely surrounded by it right now. It is more of a world view, a lens with which we interpret all of our surroundings. Rooms, corridors, streets, temples, furniture, parks, malls, hospitals, plazas, city squares, theaters. Literally everything. From originating in the minds, it can take any shape in reality and set up a stage of our lives. To bring out some fascinating stories from the world of architecture across different corners of the globe, Worksphere presents Archicast. I'm Shweta, your host for this architectural podcast series, Archicast. In this episode of Archicast, we will be talking about vernacular earth architecture in the trans-Himalayan region, Ladakh. Throughout history, people have used raw earth to construct their living spaces. Every continent and nearly every country has a rich heritage of earthen structures. Tabo Monastery in Spiti Valley, Himachal Pradesh is India's oldest earthen structure. It too was built with adobe and has survived Himalayan winters since 996 AD. People from all over the world, with their diverse cultures, social and building habits, have designed their living spaces and tailored their architectural and constructional solutions to the soil's behavior and properties. Thus, building with earth is one of the oldest vernacular techniques. The word vernacular stands for native and thus the term vernacular architecture means building climate, material and culture conscious structure. In this episode, we will try to understand the use of earth and other vernacular construction techniques in the trans-Himalayan region of Ladakh. Ladakh, the land of high passes, a rustic, cold desert settled in rugged valleys and mountains of the Himalayas. The barren land with snow-caped mountains and clear waters has a vibrant culture that maintains the exuberance and charm of this region. Ladakh is said to be the world's best preserved Tibetan region with historic Tibetan architecture. Traditional Tibetan art and architecture are reflected in the use of local materials and wood carvings on beams, columns, doors, windows and furniture. The primary building materials which are obtained locally and have high insulating properties are earth sun-dried, mud bricks and timber made from poplar wood. Mud bricks and mud plaster store heat during the day and radiate it at night. Stones are also used to strengthen the structure. These local materials have a lower environmental impact. Structures are typically built on slopes rather than plains which has several advantages. According to the mountains, the structures face north-south. The south face receives the most solar heat while the north or mountainside protects the structures from harsh winds. The flat roof is distinguishing feature of Ladakh architecture. The roof's gradual slope aids in the removal of snow accumulation. In most structures, it is covered with hay to provide additional insulation in the floors below, whereas in others, a parapet wall is built to create a habitable terrace floor covered in mud. The structures go up to three stories, allowing maximum sunlight into the rooms. Furthermore, the thick walls at the bottom provide greater stability on the slopes. 
The most frequently used rooms are located on the south side for heat, while the less frequently used rooms such as storage and toilets are located on the opposite side. The ground floor of residential structures is reserved for cattle, allowing heat transfer from the cattle to the upper floors as well as collecting human waste from the toilet room on the floor above. In most structures, room sizes are small to keep the heat trapped in the rooms. The traditional Ladakhi toilet is an ancient example of Ikozan. It is dry composed toilet with two chambers. The manure for cultivation is obtained from the toilets, thus completing the nutrient cycle with negligible waste generation. In modern times, the construction of the tromb wall is gaining popularity in this region. The outer layer of the wall is made of darkened glass which quickly absorbs heat and the inner masonry wall has vents to circulate the warm air. The space between traps solar heat during the day and transmits it into the interiors at night. However, in recent years, people have become skilled in the use of concrete and are increasingly ignoring the use of traditional building materials. Apart from endangering the environment, this material also fails to provide adequate insulation for building. The pure concrete construction, which is done primarily to speed up the construction, is not suitable for Ladakh's winters. Because of the conductive properties of concrete, it cools quickly, losing all of the indoor heat gain at night and artificial heating is required in such a building. With the advent of modern architecture, the latest technologies and construction methods as well as manufactured and processed materials became the norm, but in reality, they are energy drainers that have a significant impact on the environment. Vernacular architecture, on the other hand, takes a sustainable approach and employs green building techniques to work around its design schemes. It focuses on techniques that reduce carbon footprints, thereby reducing environmental pressure. With the growing global awareness of the importance of sustainable development, urban architecture and construction are experiencing a revival aided by scientific research. People have transformed this heavy and formless material into a lighter building material all over the world. They designed their living spaces and tailored their architectural and structural responses to the soil's behavior and properties, thus making vernacular architecture relevant even in the new times. With this, I will end the episode. I hope you all liked it. Thanks for joining. This episode was written by urban planner Shriya and produced by Snowville Creations India. As always, thanks for listening to Archicast.